Hey everyone, we've got Bola Audina here on episode 43 of the Pivot Podcast. She is a strategic business advisor. She is also the co-host of Someday Is Today podcast and has been featured in Black Enterprise Magazine. She's here to share some knowledge, drop some good nuggets, and share her Pivot experience. Stay tuned. everyone, welcome to Pivot, the podcast for women who've made intentional or unexpected changes in their life. And guess what? They're still winning. I'm your host, Dr. Malika Turner. And today on episode 43, I have the pleasure of having Bola Audina here with us from the DMV, <laughs> the Maryland area, um, who is a trusted and strategic business advisor. Um, to business owners and CEOs, corporate executives, and nonprofit boards. She's been featured in Black Enterprise Magazine, Fierce, can I just snap on that one right there? And she is the co-host of Someday Is Today podcast, which really focuses on living your best life. I am so delighted. I've known Bola for a while now, on and off, just seeing her, and I, I just can't wait till she drops some good information, some nuggets on us that will help us to take us to the next level of where we want to go in life. So, Bola, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What a great intro. I love the energy. <laughs> Thank you. We are so yeah. glad to have you. I There's so much you can share, okay? And our Pivot family is ready to buckle up, ready to hear everything that you want to share with us. But I know I... I, I read your 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 bio uh which is the brief bio on linkedin but i really want you to kind of expound on that tell us a little bit about well first tell us about bola and then tell us a little bit about what you do okay perfect um so bola is a mom i have three children um 15 14 and 10 wow and i am married to my husband husband who i actually met when you and i first knew each other back in college okay um i am a daughter and um really as um you know you did a bit intro of um some days today someone who is on a journey to self-actualize and you know live my best life as well so yeah one of the things that caught my attention, and, and you are probably the second one that I would say, I would anyone who studies pivoting and anyone who focuses on that, I always call them one of the experts, right? And so <laughs> you're like, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea of focusing on that and, and really um, having a perspective, having um, really done some observations and being able to share that information, I really was attracted to some of the things that I had seen that you were doing. And so I I want to, before we move into that, I want to circle back to your pivot experience. I think we all pivot. I've heard that we pivot on a daily basis, right? The The earth pivots, right? Or we, right. we, we are right. always pivoting. So um, what would you say or what would you share with our pivot family that you believe has been that pivot experience for you that shaped where you are today? 
Okay. Yeah, great. So, so as I mentioned, I have three children, and they are, they are at the heart of um, really what I do in my quest for self-improvement because I want to be my best person so that I can pour into them yes. and um, influence um, what they do in the world if I may be able to do so in any way. Um, so, yeah, um, I would say about three years ago, um, my husband and I, who we've been together for 22 years now, okay. we really started experiencing some marital issues um, okay. that I thought would, to be honest, maybe break us. Um, and we've been together forever. And I know, you know, we are passionate about each other, mm-hmm. but we're also very passionate about our children. And three or four years ago, we realized that there were just some fundamental differences in terms of our approach to parenting. Okay. And because I was on one end of the spectrum, he was on the other end, and we're both very passionate about these children, it was a matter of we either need to figure this out or we will break um, because we weren't really willing to be flexible, so to speak, in terms of what we believed was the right way um, to bring um, up these children. So we ended up going to counseling and... Um, You know, various things worked, um, but what ultimately sort of worked for us um, was um, a boot camp, a marriage boot camp that we went to. And, um, you know, in that in those two days, um, we were tasked with really just focusing on yourself when you are your best person and you are not expecting much of anyone. Not that you shouldn't um, have expectations of your partners, but just understand that we're different people and the only way for us to show up for each other is for us to work on ourselves first. So I would say that probably was the trigger for me um, going on this journey. And once I started implementing those principles of understanding that you are of value, um, just as you are, you can improve yourself on a daily basis. If you're not satisfied with various aspects of yourself, there's some things that you can do about it. You don't have to be so rigid. Um, So once I started implementing those principles, um, I realized that there were other aspects of my life that I also wanted to address, namely, um, you know, just being at home more with my children. So two years ago, I was still driving an hour or so to work every day, um, had a really high stress job, um, was there all hours of the day and would come home and I would have just emptied myself to my job and I would come home and not have much else to give to my children. Yes. And my son at the time was going to high school. I just realized at four years left, I'm learning all these things about how to be better, how to be a better parent, how to be a better individual. Um, and I want to have the time to really pour into my children. Um, so I was looking for opportunities to work remotely. And when that was not the case, I really just made the decision to um, leave my job and um, start my own thing. Um, which was also something that I'd always wanted to do anyways, but I was a little scared and petrified. But because my children um, were now really at, at, a, at an age where I needed more time for them, it also forced um, that process. So I would say my pivot journey has been multifaceted. It's involved my marriage. It's involved how I parent. Mm. It's involved my professional life. And then, of course, my own individual relationship with myself and my mm. spiritual life, etc. So it's it's like touching on all different aspects of myself, which ultimately contributes to the whole of me. So yeah, you know, I love there were there were a couple of things that you said there, and 
you know, when, when I think about our pivot family, we have some folks who are married, some who are single, who are listening, but as, as, and you know, I'm married. And so I speaking real, you were very real. And I appreciate that honesty that sometimes the pivot experience starts in an unlikely place, right? Our mm-hmm. marriage or, and really focusing on that and identifying and making that commitment that I want this thing to work. So there are some changes that I need to make. You said, you said you, you, in order to show up for each other, you had to understand yourself. And I mm-hmm. think with, when we're pivoting, it's really important to have a good understanding of who we are, that self-actualization. I think, think that's on the top of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Mm-hmm, we, there's mm-hmm. a need for us to know who we are, right? A need for us to know uh, how our past might have uh, impacted where we are uh, or our decisions or, and so it's, so, so it's really important as we're pivoting to have this awareness of self, would you mm-hmm. say? Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, and I think a lot of us are, sort of just um, living life without a a true understanding of who we are at our essence, at our core, but really just taking on the various scripts that we've been given. So, you know, as a daughter, there are certain scripts that I have to play to that my parents have handed down to me based on their cultural norms and what they are used to and their set of expectations. So now I have to take that on as a wife. You know, and my husband and I come from very different cultures. I'm Nigerian. He's Haitian. Okay. You know, we're both black, but we, we're definitely Dif- on right. two different pages right, when it right. comes to our upbringing. Right. Um, so there's some um, scripts that, you know, he's expecting me to play out. I'm expecting him to play out. And then, of course, you know, as a parent, I mean, the script is like a mile long. Just right. all the things that all the pressures that we're putting on ourselves. So we're constantly acting out and show or attempting to show up and be our best versions of these characters in these scripts without necessarily understanding who are we um, at our essence, regardless of, you know, um, you know, whether or not you had a, you have a husband being a mom, having, um, you know, being a daughter, who are you at your core? And I had to do a lot of um, sort of peeling back the layers just Mm -hmm. to get back to my core. And really when I knew that I didn't really have a good understanding of myself was after so many years of being in the corporate world, coming home every day and not feeling fulfilled. You spend so much time in an environment, in a space that doesn't necessarily always affirm you, but you go back time after time and you're constantly um, sort of contorting yourself in all sorts of ways to get that promotion, to be, to fit in, to be seen as someone who's committed. So you can easily lose yourself, especially when you're spending 12 hours a day, you know, in an environment that is not necessarily feeding you. Um, So, yeah, it was very difficult for me to really get back. And I'm still on that journey. But it was very difficult for me to really understand who am I um, without all these titles and how can I be that best version of myself? Mm -hmm. Um, And then as a result, be able to show up um, in all these other spaces that I'm attempting to. I think, you know, it's funny. One of the things that I always pray is that I, I, I've, I really have been honing in on, in on this idea of um, walking in my assignment. You know, I believe everyone is here. They're assigned to something or some things. <clears throat> and I think that as we grow up, as we um, function, we'll, if we're really 
if we function with our eyes open, we will really see that a lot of things that we've been doing kind of um, contribute to the assignment, right? Uh And that's why knowing yourself is so important, right? Uh Because then you can really have a better understanding like, oh, okay, I can see how this this played out and this made sense in this job or this, this made sense. And, um, this is why I gravitate to this, or, uh, this is why this needed to, I needed to, uh, remove this from my life because it didn't have anything to do with what it is that I'm really supposed to do. Right. And I think that that's really important as we think about pivoting and we think about this whole idea of walking in, people say walking in your truth. I I have, you know, I think about that, whatever your truth is, but I'm really big on knowing why you're here, right? And I think that that will connect with the very core of who you are. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And I, you know, it's, it's so important. And I see you on uh, various social media, I just see you a lot of times on LinkedIn, just really motivating, encouraging, putting good content and information out there. And it seems like that's kind of the core of like, you kind of have honed in on what it is that you do and you do well. So talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about, you know, just what you're doing and how you've kind of come to that place of this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I do. I do it well. I enjoy it. I'm, I'm building legacy for my children. Um, and, and just really how you can get settled in and, and be okay with that and not be in corporate, but, right. but, but maybe the experiences you've had out there have given you, have opened up the doors to be able to do what you enjoy and still be connected to corporate. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I completely agree with you um, in terms of, you know, we're all here to serve a purpose. It could be one purpose. It could be multiple Multiple, purposes, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We all have certain things that we're supposed to bring forth into the world um, because that is how we contribute to the beauty um, and continue to um, evolve the vision that God has for, you know, this world. Um, yep. We are key players in that process. Um, but I, I think it took me a while to understand that if we do have a purpose where it's meant to serve, ultimately the reason behind that um, purpose should inspire. Well, ultimately the activities and how you bring forth that purpose should inspire. Mm -hmm. So once I understood that I want to constantly be in a space of inspiration so that I can then serve um, as inspiration to others, um, if that makes sense. So so it's it's essentially, you know, I need to be fed so that I can then um, feed feed, others. um, others. And once I understood that, it really clicked. And, And I think that is what allowed me to really sort of just purge Things that did not inspire me, Mm. I realized I had to get rid of. Um, If I was behaving in ways that, and I'm still not perfect by any means, particularly (laughs) with my children and my marriage, relationships, all of that. Um, But I wake up every day wanting to walk in in a space of inspiration. Mm. I I want to um, have inspired conversations, inspired relationships. I want my environment to inspire me. I want to... um, feel good about myself. I want to be inspired by the food I eat, what I drink, everything I want to um, feed me in a way that I can then um, be a source of inspiration in whatever way to other people. Because I think that is what we're lacking. A lot of us are walking around and and I was in that space for a long time. I mean, just faking the funk. Um, You know, you're naturally happy with where you are. You're undertaking activities either in marriage 
you know, um, you know, being a mother, corporate America, just in your professional lives, a lot of us are just so dissatisfied in so many different aspects of ourselves, Mm -hmm. but we're afraid to say it. You know, we just feel like, okay, well, I guess everybody looks happy. So I I might as well just continue to fake the funk as well. So I, I, I just found that to be so exhausting. And, and I felt like it was doing a disservice to others as well as the people around me. So it was important for me to find my space of inspiration. Um, and once I found it, um, you know, make it part of my mission to then inspire other people because we need so much of it. I want other people to see me as a regular person mm-hmm. and say, I mean, she seems like she don't have it all together, but somehow <laughs> she's happy. Yes. You know, she's doing what she wants to do and she's still, um, you know, feeling fulfilled in the process. Maybe I could do that. Maybe I don't need to show up perfect in order to then have happiness. Maybe I can have happiness right now um, and then also be able to inspire other people. So that's what I do in my personal life. And I don't necessarily even differentiate between my personal and professional life, to be to be honest with you. Yes. I am just on a mission and everything I do is for the good. When I wake up every morning, what I eat, how I communicate with my children, my interactions with my family members, with my clients, mm-hmm. it's all for the good. And, it, you know, it's all part of one holistic, um, you know, life of inspiration that, that I want to have. So, yeah. Yes. I want to, you said something that, I, and I, I want to read it here. I love this. I read it this morning and I was like, ooh, yes. You said, my goal, can I, you, you're probably going to say, this sounds familiar. Oh, is that from me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my goal is to structure my business and personal life in a way that I do not need to take a vacation or a weekend break to get away from my um, work life. Mm-hmm. Um, I aim to simply exist while at work. Whatever I devote my time to will be intentionally undertaken to advance any, all caps, I love that, of my disparate goals, both personal and professional. None of it is wasted. It's all working together for the good. And that's what I call work-life balance. That, and I read that, I was like, whoa, that's good. That is powerful because many of us desire for that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I think when we leave our homes uh, and go to our nine to five, whether that is um, out of the office or on Zoom. (laughs) Right. Right. When we go to our (laughs) our home office, many of us have so many home offices now. We've never we never even thought we have a home office. But um, many of us go to our home office and work to death. You know, we right. we really struggle with balancing that time. And I love what you said is to structure your business and your per- personal life in a way that you don't have to take a vacation. Right. It's all working together. Um, and, and, and what you're doing is inspiring others. Right. There's purpose to it. There's intentionality to it. And your ultimate goal is to inspire others who come into contact with you, who read your Mm -hmm. content, who sit in meetings with you, who work with you, who may have a quick, um, just an introduction meeting with you that they're inspired. And I love that. I love that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And to to be honest, you know, it's taken me a while to actually get to this space. And, you know, just yesterday was when it all clicked to me Mm -hmm. um, in that, you know, Friday comes, I don't want to feel like, oh my God, now I can live my regular life. Um, right. Because I think that is, we're doing such a disservice to ourselves when, 
we give so much to spaces, to environments, to initiatives that, you know, we're not necessarily passionate um, about. So if it's not working for you and you're looking to take a vacation six months down the line or on a weekend, maybe we need to rethink how we've structured our lives. We can make a living doing almost anything. People make money doing whatever it is that they want. So why not just question our assumptions as to whether or not I need to be doing this line of work if it's not something I'm passionate about, Mm -hmm. or I need to be, um, you know, this type of person to be seen as successful. We literally can create whatever life we want. There's no reason why you can't write your own script. We're taking on so many um, ideas from outside. um, And ultimately we're robbing ourselves of our most precious um, asset, which is time. You know, Mm -hmm. the time that you have with yourself to really think about, um, you know, what your vision for your life could be, we don't necessarily always undertake that. So so in saying that yesterday was really just realizing that if I want to take a vacation next week, just because I feel exhausted, and I want to get away with my children, I want to be able to do that without feeling like something is dropping, and I'm being the most irresponsible person. And if I need to spend some more time working, I want to be able to do that comfortably knowing that I've already deposited enough love, inspiration, time into my children. So this is not taken away from me. And ultimately, they're both working together for this vision, you know, this painting of my life um, that I have. So so I kind of want us, I want to challenge the notion that, you know, work is completely separate and it has to take something from you. Um, I, I think you can be responsible and still enjoy the work you do, much like you can and be responsible and still enjoy being a parent, being a friend, being a, a, a mom. All of those things are, they require some sort of work. They require us to do something, yes. um, but they don't all have to be draining. And I don't think your work should drain you. If it is, then we, you probably should rethink your line of work, I would think. I, I agree with you. And I, I think the other thing that I saw there was the importance of you know, I hear you saying that it is important to take a vacation or it's important to, but I read something, um, it's important to incorporate rest, right? And yes. incorporate um, this idea of relaxation. I think Felucia uh, put something out there about that. And I saw that and I thought it is so important for us to incorporate, just like we incorporate um, the work time and use our time wisely. There should be a time where we take time and just shut everything down and just sit back, kick back, focus on the things that relax us, right? Or deep breathing or turn on some music and just dance in your workspace for about three, four or five minutes and just have fun and then come back. And I think that that's something that we now have the ability to do working from home. Yes. Right. I really didn't have the opportunity to dance in my office too much at work, but I could um, I really can do some things now. I can step outside. I can water my plants. There are so many things that we are that are in our reach that will help us to kind of balance, you know, what we're doing with um, whether it's passionate, whether it's the passion work, the entrepreneur work, the work that we're doing for another organization that we really have that opportunity to kind of rest our minds so that we can refocus and incorporate all of these things into our day. 
Yeah. No, I agree. When I first started my my consulting practice, so I actually work um, on a full time basis with other business owners, executive and help them um, put together um, either some structure or processes, leverage technology to really advance their their business operations. Mm -hmm. When I first started, I realized that I left corporate America to now be working just as hard and was just as exhausted um, because as you, when you're starting anything and it's just you, right. it, it, it can be a lot. Mm-hmm. And I really have to take a step back because my, my business started um, sort of draining me. And I had to question what was the point of swapping one thing that drained me with something else that was also draining me. So I had to really recalibrate my thinking around it. And what I realized was, you know, we're racing towards something, um, but we're not really sure what. You know, so mm-hmm. either in business, in our professional lives, the reason why we find it so difficult to rest is because it's almost as if we feel like there's a um, the time is going to run out on us. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. there's, there's, there's a rundown, you know, yes. 24 seconds. You got to finish all of this when not really. You have the rest of your life to um, practice, to, 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 to undertake this practice, this ministry, this vision, this purpose. And it doesn't have to be done in one day. Um, As long as you have breath in you, you can continue to undertake the practice of your work. And and, and it was a difficult concept to really wrap my mind around until I realized I am 39. I will be 40 years next year. And up until two years ago, I didn't have this business. So I, you know, I'm starting it afresh, so there's no need for me to now feel like I need to do everything that is necessary to make it, quote unquote, successful Mm -hmm. in the next two years. I have the rest of my life to do it. And I can, um, it could be whatever works for me, because your job really should be feeding you and not the other way around. It should be serving Mm -hmm. you, serving your life, serving your vision for yourself, not you killing yourself to serve your job, because um, I think we we typically have it backwards. So um, ultimately, I think if we tap into the space of abundance, meaning mm-hmm. we have time and all the resources that you need to be successful at your practice is available to you and you can do it, um, you know, just you don't, you don't have to race to get there. There's no, there's no, there's no right. goal to get to per se. You don't, there's, there's no race um, to get there. I think you'll feel more comfortable taking that rest. Um, so ultimately, you know, I think that goes back to what you said yesterday, uh, what I put out yesterday that you read and that if it's all serving the good one whole good, which is the vision for your life, your ministry, yes. then when it's time to rest so you can fuel back up, you will do that. It's sort of like, taking your gas, your car to get gas at the gas station. We're not kicking ourselves for needing to put gas in the car. Um, it's just a natural a part natural, of the process. Yes. You need to fill up so that you can go about your journey. And I think if we see it like that, we wouldn't necessarily consider rest as a waste of time. We'll just see it as a part of the process and it's a necessary part of the process. Tell, tell us, and I think that's a perfect segue, what you just said there into your podcast, Someday Is Today, which I, I love. After you told the story about in the beginning with you and your husband, I think it's so it's even more meaningful that you and your husband are doing the podcast together. I, I love that. So talk to us a little bit about Someday Is Today, living your best life and that starting today. Right. So Someday Is Today... Um, um, came about after I um, left my job in corporate America, things started to um, 
sort of look up in my marriage. And we were both, my husband and I really got onto this journey of being our better selves for each Mm -hmm. other, just on this journey of being our best selves. Um, And around that same time, I left my job and wanted to start my own firm. And I realized that too often people show up at the end of it, once they've um, perfected the process, once the company is now thriving um, or, you know, we see them at their best. We don't necessarily have insight into the journey. And um, because of that, um, it really sort of scares, not not scares, it's daunting to other people who Mm -hmm. are watching you um, because they're thinking, well, you have all of this together, but they don't see the journey, the behind the scenes. So some days today is really about you don't have, you know, the fact that you're a human being makes you uniquely positioned and perfect to do whatever it is that you want, because you're the only person who can do who that. Can do it. And at any point, you can get it started. Um, it doesn't have to be next year when I have all the money in the world or when I get that PhD, you can go about starting whatever life you want for yourself right now. And that could be you know, I want to travel the world. I want to start a new company. I want to um, become a full um, stay-at-home mom or even take on a new venture. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you can get started right now. Can it I, doesn't require you. Go ahead. Can I stop you right there? Because I yeah. want to focus in on that point just for another second or so. So remember your thought. A lot of times, we because we have so much access to celebrity celebrities in their lives and we see that what they are now shows there are shows that have come on for years that talks about their experience prior to all of the stardom right yes but but we don't see that until later and I like what you're saying is you know this idea that um a lot of times people show up after the fact, right? After uh-huh. they're making the millions. And it is daunting. It is daunting. It is, it is, seems untouchable. It seems like, I don't think I can, oh, that's going to take too long. Or, right. you know, um, Jay-Z was selling records out of his trunk. I don't have time for that. It goes uh-huh. back to time. And so we don't necessarily see the journey. And I think that, so we don't want to start you know, or we don't want to let folks know, (laughs) you know, when I fail and I got Uh back up, we don't want to let folks know that, um, you know, I reached out to so-and-so for, I'm just going to, this is an example. I reached out to so-and-so and and they told me no, or that Uh I was rejected or that, you know, we don't, we don't usually talk about that. And I think that people need to see the journey. I know it's funny. I've been guilty of, um, the podcast has to be perfect, right? So you kind of you kind of edit out any mistakes, or you edit. And and what I'm learning is that people want to know that you're real, that it's yeah. that that they can connect, and that what you're doing resonates, whether that's the good or or the mistakes, right? Whether uh-huh. that's the uh-huh. successes or the failures. So I love this idea of seeing it through, seeing the journey. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to hone in on because I think sometimes our pivot family, it's really important for us to know that the journey is just in, as important, right, as the accomplishment. How you got yeah. there is what in 2020 people want to see how you got there. People want to see yeah. the bloopers and the blunders. Yeah, I actually think that's that's what um, connects us to each other as yes. human beings is being able to understand that you're just as um, human as I am. Right. And, and it, is to, it is human to, um, you know, to fail. 
to 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 um, have errors to fall yes, and yes. get back up again. And that actually is where the story of inspiration comes in is watching you get up and people rooting for you when someone is doing something on TV, we don't even know them. And if they're about to make a mistake, we start rooting for them right. because we're like, oh, my God, you should do this. And you get all engrossed in that process. That actually is what people are attracted to you. Um, about because that's where they see the humanity and you know when I talk about wanting to inspire it's not as a result of showing up perfect but just to show up human and I think when you can Mm. show up human as human beings to other human beings we the connection is so much um, stronger um, and and it makes it easier for us to then give ourselves the permission to simply be human when we see other human beings being human. So I don't know where this notion of perfection came from. I mean, it's such a weird concept because I I just, you know, animals are being themselves, you know, everybody, you know, even um, there's nothing in nature that is um, in excess, right? Like everything is for the good. So whatever it is that we're doing, whatever our journey is, it's all for the good. And you can't learn how to walk without crawling first. You're going to fall a couple of times when you're trying to learn how to ride a bike. You can't intellectualize your way into swimming. I mean, there's just so many things (laughs) that require us to fall and fail and fail time and time again. But for whatever reason, um, we personally don't want to do that, which is odd. You know, we're meant to fail. That is the process of learning to be better. And that is what makes other human beings um, sort of want to help us yes. along the way. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, I love that. And so, in Someday is Today, <clears throat> with your, your podcast, there's that conversation back and forth I love with you and your husband. And, and I know that it's just inspiring people. Oh, wow. Wow. Thank you. I hope so. I mean, what? <laughs> there's a lot of... <laughs> randomness that goes up on, <laughs> yeah, on y'all that are podcast. real y'all are uh, real <laughs> i love it <laughs> but but you know once again i think you know we're always reminding her and what you'll see actually if you actually listen to that podcast is we're not on the same page 95 percent of the time you know he sees things one way i see things another way you know our listeners will call in and say i agree with him i agree with her or i actually have a different perspective on this yes once again that's what makes that's human. the There's no perfect solution or answer to anything um it's about creating an environment where we can have healthy discussions yes. um where we don't always have to agree so um yeah so we have fun with it i love it yeah so 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 tell us where we can listen to someday is today uh mm-hmm. how often how, where where can folks listen if they are interested yeah we're we're on all um podcasts, I guess, listening platforms, Apple, um, Apple Spotify. Spotify, you know, we're on YouTube as well. Um, we have some visuals to go along with the podcast. So if you're interested, you can um, Google some days today okay. um, and then put Bola Odina, because I think there are various versions of some days today out there. Um, <laughs> okay. So if you put some days today with Bola, um, that should pop up. Great, great. Yeah. And and give us give us, you know, what three things would you say as we're just sort of thinking through this and uh, I know that there are some folks who are listening and there were some just dropping that nuggets, you just dropping some good nuggets there that resonate with the listeners. Give us about three strategies. As we're thinking as as women 
men who are listening are thinking of pivoting, right? They are in the midst of a pivot. Um, what three things would you share with us to say, listen, to, to just inspire them to keep moving through the process mm-hmm. and, and not to give up in the midst of the failure, right? What, what yeah. would you share with us? So, so that, that's a great question. Um, I think pivoting, you mentioned right before we were about to start that, you know, we pivot every day and mm-hmm. I agree with that. I would say how I now understand my experience through life is that we're just constantly painting a picture. Mm-hmm. So an artist may have a vision in their mind that they're looking to put on paper and they may start on one corner. Someone else may have the same picture that they want to paint and they may start at another corner. Someone is painting the sky. Someone is painting the grass. Um, And sometimes we're looking at each other and we're saying, well, you seem to be further along Mm. when um, the artist could really just, you know, some artists could just be prepping the board, painting the background white. And then they're going to um, put the paint on and, you know, catch up at some point in the future. So my whole point is, you know, when it comes to pivoting, you can do whatever makes sense to you at any given point because you, whatever picture you're looking to paint with your life is yours and yours only. You're the only one who can do that. And that vision is on you. Um, it's within you to be brought forward. So what I will say is if you're getting this nagging to pivot, that means it's time for you to take on the next Part of the painting, take on the next part of the process. Yes. And it's okay. Um, you know, there's no need to feel like number one, that all of that time has been wasted. So that's typically, I think, what holds people back. You know, when you're feeling like I need to do something else, but I've spent so much time going to school. I spent so much time right, right. and money doing this. Yes. It's all going to be wasted. Maybe no, maybe that was all background information. That, that's all the you setting, painting the board, painting the canvas to really prep yourself to take off in the next two years, um, whereas it may have taken someone else 10 years if they haven't done what you did. So I would say don't overthink it um, and, and wonder whether or not you wasted the time, the energy, the resources, because once again, it's all for the good. So I would say that um, would be my first tip. Number two will be, um, listen to your gut. Um, you know, I think how God communicates with us is by putting those ideas in our minds. Um, and, and we feel it, we feel the nagging. And a lot of times we're questioning ourselves. Can I do it? Who am I to think I can do this? Um, so just follow your gut, follow your gut. Um, if it sounds like this is what you want and you're seeing different, um, visions, um, you know, and you're being reminded of, of, of this next step that you're supposed to take, yes. you should definitely honor it, um, and not question it too much. And then lastly, I think what keeps a lot of people from, um, stepping and pivoting and going onto the next phase of their lives is exactly what you said. I'm wondering whether or not they'll fail and fail publicly. And what will people say? Who was I to even think I could undertake this to begin with? And what I will say to that is, you know, it's important for us to really adopt um, an abundance mentality. Mm. Everything you need to do what you want, it's already at your disposal. Um, It exists somewhere. Um, it's not about money, because I think a lot of times we tie our future to how much we have in our bank account right now. And money actually has very little to do with um, where you're going. Um, 
there's so much you can even look at nature you know how trees go trees are not sitting here asking will we have enough sun tomorrow are we going to have enough rainfall this year it just happens it all falls into place so if we have that abundance mentality you'll be able to just take the next step knowing that when you're at a crossroads and you need people or you need knowledge or you need time you need money um that will become apparent to you what could be leveraged to really move you towards the next step so i would say don't worry too much about um failing not having the resources just understand that there's enough for you to undertake what you want to i hope everyone got that right that's good stuff don't overthink it Uh, Listen to your gut and adopt this abundance mentality. I was laughing a little bit because my husband always says that money, like green paper, coins are the lowest forms of prosperity. And so there's so much more to prosperity than money, right? Yes. and and there's our there's favor with man and, and and opportunities that open up and people saying your name out loud and saying hey we need to go back and call Bola because this right that's favor and that's right you can't put you can't even put money on that right you um, really can you, you really can. can and that's why it's important you know when we talk about just being um, a, a a person of inspiration inspiring mm-hmm. each other that um, carries so much value yes. um, you know someone touching me in a way that um, makes me want to do almost anything for them yes. could happen through my children you know <laughs> right. if they give love and favor to my children I can almost give you anything, anything. you want exactly. so there's so many ways that you can earn favor as you said um, with men and you know just with god in general that um you don't need to rely on just a man-made thing as currency currency is energy but there are different ways for us to manifest positive energy um, that approximate um what money would do or even beyond what money would do as well so absolutely i this was good stuff. I, I really, really appreciate you um, being a guest here on, on the Pivot Podcast. I know we didn't talk a lot about it, but Bola was also featured in Black Enterprise Magazine. Which um, issue was that? Was that the November issue or October yes, issue? That no. was the um, latest, the November issue. The Nove- and, okay. um, you know, we were just talking about, you know, once again, pivoting from corporate America to um, working to support minority-owned businesses um, so that they can also thrive and structure their businesses in a way that they can leverage automation, processes, systems to take their businesses to the next level. Um, something that a lot of times, because we don't have the network, we don't have the maybe business know-how, we don't have the um, um, the expertise, so mm. to speak, when it comes to how to run a business. Yes. Um, and, and a lot of times our businesses don't scale as much or as quickly as they should. Um, so we're here to help other small businesses, minority women-owned businesses to really tap into best practices and systems that they can um, to scale to the next level. And and I love the there's a, there's a level of faithfulness. I mean, I'm I'm speaking here out of what I just know. There has to be a level of faithfulness. There has to be a commitment in what you do. There has to be a level of consistency. And I think that when you work behind the scenes and work for others, I truly believe that God will elevate you so that now so that there's a national uh, level recognition and, and voice to be heard and seen. And so congratulations on your being wow. featured in Black Enterprise Magazine. I think that, you know, 
a lot of us who are in small business or maybe we have podcasts and different things, the key is consistency and some level of commitment. Um, and I think that a lot of times we're looking at if I do five episodes of this, then people should recognize me or and, and, and you have to be faithful. You have to be committed and you have to be consistent. And I truly believe that that being featured in Black Enterprise magazine speaks to those three things that I would say that you have have done in, in your work. So thank you wow. so much. I, th I congratulate you. I applaud you for the work that you're going to continue to do for the change that you're going to continue to make. Um, blessings on you and your family and your children, the legacy, that the things that you desire to do, that they will come to life Amen. and that they will manifest in a great way. And so I just want to thank you, Bola, for being here. Thank you. This was great. Um, really, really enjoyed this. Um, I always appreciate the opportunity to sit down and just, you know, talk about some of the things that I'm passionate about, sure. particularly with someone who is in the same space and, you know, doing amazing things as well. And, you know, just as you said earlier, I've always um, known you from way back to be <laughs> such a given person. Oh, <laughs> I, remember, I remember we met through my um, my really good friend, um, Melissa, Melissa. Mm -hmm. and um, I was just always just in awe of um, your given spirit. And, and I, it's so good to continue to see you doing amazing things in this space as well. So thank you for sharing your platform with me. Yes. I um, had yes. a great time. Thank you. Yeah. Pivot family, I want to thank you for listening. I'm going to ask that you share, uh, just share the episode. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And um, just continue to, to, to take the information you learned today and then apply it. But also, I want you to be an inspiration. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're walking in your assignment and in your purpose, then that should, should resonate with others and others should grow and others should expand because of what you're doing. So take this episode, digest it and share it with others. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Bola. And I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you.